Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Hey everyone, welcome Hi. to the cult show. Hello. It's Friday night. And as they say, uh, have a little sympathy for the devil, I've been told. Rolling Stones, perhaps? Right? That's what perhaps. they say. That's what they say. Yes. That's what they say. Please allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> right. There. I'm proud of you. No, that's, that's I'm a man Stones. of wealth and taste. I know it. I know it. <laughs> you it's are not all the Tootsie soundtrack. You are a man of wealth and taste. Yes, you're right. <laughs> a little bit of Stones and all Tootsie soundtrack. That's all I got <laughs> in my iPod. Yep. So, <laughs> that's it. it. No. Hey, so in case everyone out there notices, there's actually a fourth person in one of our windows today joining us. What? Who? Hello. Who, who could that be? We got the wonderful like Ashley like... Bell with us this evening. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're clapping for you. you just hey, can't guys. Hear They're Hi, clapping. Neighbor. Um, yeah. pol polite Zoom clapping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome so, to our show. Welcome, yes. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We are super, super excited actually to have you here. It's, I've been I've been on a cloud all day. A cloud okay. and some smoke, but mainly cloud <laughs> all day. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, playing playing into Exorcist films, if if you see smoke or if you see Latin appearing on your walls, that's just my thing. I'm I'm sorry in advance. Yeah. But. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Occupational hazard. Yeah. Yeah, it, we'll look, it just we'll look it out kind for of that. follows me. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So it's another Friday night, and we are together again, apart. But we're here to have fun, regardless. We got our chat joining us: uh, Caleb, Sandra, Ashley, and Scott, of course, producing upstairs in the heat, <laughs> hoping he does not pass out again. <laughs> yeah, Scott gave yeah. his yeah. life oh. for the cult show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott, drink lots of water. <laughs> Or and vodka, lots of bourbon. whatever you're drinking up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, or whatever it is. Speaking of drinking, what are we drinking tonight? Sandra, what do you uh what do you got? Oh, I have my beloved, my beloved hop water to help me stay Ooh. hydrated during this horrid time and um keep me from melting in front of the camera. Hop water. Hey. Hop water. So fancy. Love my hop water. I'm so fancy. Fancy AF. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, hey, I didn't want to overthink it, so I've just got another bourbon and ginger. So okay. <laughs> cute little refreshing. Glass. Solid. Solid. Ashley, what did you oh. uh, come up with? Um, I am <laughs> I'm drinking a I'm drinking a kombucha, uh, a bubbly rose kombucha, but because it's Friday, I have it in a in a fun glass. <laughs> in a, this is nice. my party glass. Your party little, glass. Yes. yes. I love a little booch. My I glass love a booch. of um of some kombucha. <laughs> yes. Good I job. Love it. Very nice. Very you are nice. the first what, what, kombucha on the show. Hey, I've that's booched, true. I think I've booched before. Oh, have you? Have you? I think I've booched, but she's our first guest, and uh, you know she won't be the last <laughs> booch. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I just hope this is just the beginning of just so much kombucha. So much kombucha. <laughs> Ashley's kombucha is going to rule them all. That's all yeah. I know. So. Yeah. What do you have, Neil? So mine requires a little bit of... 
stirring. Oh my God, that was like so loud. <laughs> wow. A little straining. Okay. Oh, straining. What is the this? pod people are going to go, what is that weird sound? Yes. What is this bougie concoction? Do you recognize the glass, Sandra? It's our glasses from the studio. From the studio glass. <gasps> I had to grab Ooh, one. They are. Yeah. They oh. are. Very 70s. Yes. So this Hella's, is a take on Hella 70s basement time. <laughs> they yeah. are. This is a take on Scott and my favorite drink, which is the bourbon with the vanilla. And instead of lemon, I did fresh squeezed orange this time. So oh, try and keep it a little bit. Uh, nice mix. Yeah, I haven't even tried it well, yet. Well, cheers, all. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Yeah, cheers. 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 Cheers, all. Happy Friday. Uh, woo. Ah, I'm refreshed. That's a lot of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of bourbon and a lot of orange. That's well, why you always will, taste it first. Yeah. Neil will <laughs> yes. not be getting scurvy. That's all that I matters. Think by the time we get into our list, it'll it'll be a fun time. Let's just say that much. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers oh. crossed. Oh, geez. Let me play the payment real quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, hey, did anyone watch anything fun? Consume anything? Media-wise? Um, I did some rewatches leading us up to this. And then I started a Netflix show. It's uh, they only have one season of it out, and it's called Ares. Have you guys watched this? It is Dutch, and it's about a girl who's a first year med student, and she joins a secret society, and there are sinister things afoot. Hell yes! So, yeah, it's really <laughs> really good so far. So Ares, yeah. And what is it on? The flicks. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Netflix. Yes. The flicks. Sorry. Yes. That's the fine. I, that's fine. Like you, you young kids and you're, you know, whatever. You're... Is it on TikTok? Is it a TikTok show? <laughs> no, not TikTok. Old people put the in front of everything. The TikToks? The TikToks? <laughs> the TikToks. Yeah. If, it's, if it's not in the encyclopedia, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What about you guys? I don't know, Caleb. I did. I did not. I didn't have time for anything. I was just watching yeah. a lot of like satanic movies this week. So. <laughs> Is that different than usual? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very. <laughs> Normally, we're just attending rituals, but this time we watch yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about oh, you, Sandra? That's did true. You did you watch anything cool this week? Oh, uh, yeah. I actually have been binge watching a series called The Split. It's an English show on like one season you can find on Hulu and then season two, I think you can find on Amazon. And it's about actually a group of female divorce attorney, a family of female divorce attorneys and like all of the drama and dynamics that happen between them at the law firms they work out at work at. And it is such a good show and the acting is phenomenal. I really recommend it. Yeah. Ooh, I hadn't even oh, heard of that. Yeah. What, what was that called? Same. Again? I was, split. It's called The, the Split. split. Yeah. I was digging around and it has like a lot of English actresses that I just revere. And I was like, oh my God, where, where have I been? Um, <laughs> and it was, it was a great treat. Yeah. Oh, nice. cool. Nice recommendation. Yeah. Okay. How the about split. you, Neil? You know what? Yeah. I've been just caught up in um, watching the films that we had the, put on our list to re-familiarize myself uh yeah. i was watching a lot of nixel <laughs> alerts <laughs> to see if i have to leave my house 
Yeah, so a lot of our emergency alerts. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I yeah, it's I think it's more fun for me to commiserate with you guys about what the hell is going on uh, in Sonoma County to start, Ashley. Not not to take anything away from the wonderful L.A. No. County area, <laughs> but yes. uh, I kind of like we pay a really you know premium on you know our property taxes and our yep. and our income taxes and sales tax. Yeah. And yet we're God stuck knows. with extremely hot days and a pandemic and fires. And I can't even use my water anymore because I'm worried we're going to use it all up and they can't fight the fire with it. Yes. So Got to limit the water. That's um, oh my God. whole county. Yeah. What's going on? And what the hell is happening in this county, this state? Freaking I don't looks, know. I don't know. It looks like Armageddon outside. It's great. Yes, it does. It's great. <laughs> That's why Neil's drinking a lot of bourbon today. That is it. <laughs> I could have sworn I saw Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck walking down the street right in front of my house. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Lots of Armageddon. Right? Yeah, holding holding hands and singing Aerosmith. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I I know I made a joke about you know a, an exorcism smoke joke at the beginning, but with all I mean, thank God for our firefighters as a California native. The firefighters that are protecting and frontline responders in a pandemic that are that are protecting our front lines are saving our lives are putting their lives on the line. I mean, there it, it's it's absolutely it's it's apocalyptic what's going on now. And my deepest deepest condolences to Northern California. Yeah, thank yes. you. So thank you. That was we very love, well said. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> love you. our first responders. They saved my house the other oh. night. I was yep. like, I had to evacuate. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's a fire. And then like in 30 minutes, they're like, just kidding. We handled that shit. And it was like, you guys are amazing. Yeah. 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 You know, and when they tell you, you know, when they tell you to to go, you go, you know, or yeah. stay, you stay. And because they, they got to get in there and do their job, no matter how hard it is, there's nothing more important than than your life, you know, and, yes. and your, your loved ones and your pets, you know. Yeah. Well um, said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, no, I, it's just seeing those fir- first responders uh, working all across California right now, despite in, in the worst possible odds, it's just nothing short of heroic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, it's, I mean, it's, you know, we, we, we make light of it as well because it's just, you know, there's enough negativity on the TV and the radio and everywhere and online everywhere you go. So, yeah. It's, you we know, like yeah. to have a little humor with yeah you got i mean just stay sane quite oh, honestly we have sure. to we have to have a little fun oh, yeah. so but yeah. um anyway um yeah so hey in our, in our okay. chat we've got we've got a fair amount of people already Who's saying here, hi and Neil? chatting um well you know we've got mindy and we've got hi, pismo mark hey, pismo and mark. laura and gory yeah. bits is back what's up gory, gory bits, gory bits. <laughs> <laughs> um Lewis, good old Lewis. Lewis. Mark, visions, visions, truth, Mark, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Ken, hey, guess Mark. who's here? Kenneth. Hey. Kenneth. And he's, and he's using his name, too. He's not. I know, Kenneth. finally. He's not being off the grid. Uh, Enoch, <laughs> we got Enoch. What's up, E? And a gentleman named Isaiah, who's already asking Ashley questions. So we'll I get love there. it. Isaiah. No, I love it. That's- <laughs> Hello, Isaiah. That is like a good student right there. Like already, he's like, "Screw you three talking about nothing." Get on that. <laughs> these bozos. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. I love All it. Right. No, I think that's great that people have questions ready. That makes our job easy. 
Yeah, that makes it very yeah. easy. That is um, very true. What one last thing I want to bring up because I like teasing oh. Sandra and it makes me happy <laughs> is Go that um, this day in 1987, Dirty Dancing was released. Sandra, how do you feel about Great. that? And and a blight on this earth. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know it's nothing against Patrick Swayze. I love I loved him. I loved Patrick Swayze, but I cannot stand that movie. I cannot. It is my kryptonite. It is my kryptonite. So I'm not happy, Neil. In a word, I'm not happy. So at one time in your life, did Jennifer Grey ever put you in the corner? That's what I want to know. Like, what happened? No, Jennifer Grey? Love her. Love Joel Grey. The whole Grey family. All the Greys. All the Greys. Every shade of Grey. All 50 of them. 50 of them. Yeah, jinx. Ashley, what is your opinion of Dirty Dancing? <laughs> oh, I'm, I hated it. I I hated it. Oh, no. wow. <laughs> Female solidarity. <laughs> yeah, I saw it years ago, and I have to say, I I loved I I loved the music. I I I was a helpless teen when I saw it, so I just boogied along with it. So yeah. <laughs> But out of solidarity for this show, I will say, no, no. Ah. Yes. Oh, oh, that makes me so happy. So Sandra basically has already sent you a threatening text, is what you're saying. So yeah, I understand. Okay. Yeah. The sister yeah, is I, watching I'm, Ashley. Yeah, she's bugged. She's bugged my laptop, and um, yeah. I, I don't have any choice but to say I did not like Dirty Dan. That was okay. me spider crawling down your stairs earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then I think we should we should move on and make Isaiah happy. So he's <laughs> we want to Ashley, make you, you happy, a, bro. You've got a friend in Isaiah because he's he is saying that he loves you. So oh, I love you back. Right. Hello, <laughs> excellent. So Ashley, I guess um, we've been asking all of our guests basically, what have you been doing during the pandemic? What are you been occupying yourself with? Yeah. Favorite food you discovered that you like, maybe, or don't like anymore? <laughs> a new hobby, perhaps? Oh, my. Um, yeah, I actually, kombucha has been a big pandemic fave because it's kind of like my end of the day treat. <laughs> okay. I've kind of set up this like positive reinforcement, you know, schedule for myself, or if I do my schedule, I like, get a cookie or I get my kombucha. It's very sad. It's incredibly no, pathetic. No, it's not. No, you, it's, you, it's you, so you need valid. to reward yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And it, um, yeah. And I've been, um, a, a lot of time, uh, during quarantine, I've been, uh, taking a lot of online classes. I, I normally work out in LA at a, a comedy sketch comedy school called the groundlings that actually my mom was one Your of the founding started. members of. Yeah, oh. that's right. Yes. Thank you. Um, and they've been offering a series of online classes, really phenomenal online classes. And I've been in them since pretty much March-ish. And they've kept me creative. They've been a super stimulating and supportive atmosphere online. And they've just always kept me writing and being artistic. And even if there's an off day, I know, you know, the next day I might have a breakthrough or something like that. But they've they've kept me laughing during this whole time. So um, if, if anybody's, you know, listening and looking to do that, I highly recommend the Groundlings online, online classes and all it, the theaters are not for profit. So all monies go to keeping the theater alive, you know, and, and supporting, I guess that, that small business or that supporting a theater during, during a pandemic, which just everything is under threat. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's great. super cool. Oh, thanks. Thank you. It's been <laughs> so much fun to just like put on a wig and be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or perfect your craft. You don't have to be so negative about oh, of course. it. <laughs> Still, uh, yes, yes. No, we're we're working out. We're writing. I'm I'm definitely finding new characters. It's it's been great. And then yeah, yeah. Um, can we can we um passion. tell people about your father real quick? You think just maybe a quick oh, little please. a little piece about uh, your dad and who he is because he's got quite a, a quite a storied. Um, I guess we'll call it resume as well in the industry. Do you do you mind giving us a quick little? Oh, a hundred? No, not at all. I will not discuss my father on this. No, show. okay. Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> um, just, that is off limits, guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys. Um, your publicist yeah, didn't tell me. <laughs> I <laughs> goodbye. Um, uh, my dad. So I grew up with like the best bedtime stories in the world because my dad had a long career on camera, and then he really found his niche as an actor doing voiceover. And he's played everything from Grandpa Boris and Drew and Chaz and the Rugrats to Handy and Lazy Grouchy Smurf to Voltron, Transformers, Duke and GI Joe. Just like the most super friends, the most whimsical, incredible characters. Um, and it just was, I mean, as a kid, I, I, when, you know, when he would record, he, he, he still, he still works, but like they, they more had the old school sessions where the whole cast of those cartoons or the whole cast of video games would really assemble in one room. So he would like work with Mark Hamill, who's a friend of his, you know, and wow. And I'd go to Nickelodeon and like sit on the black booth, you know, and my as a kid and my feet didn't touch the ground. And my dad's like, don't like be quiet. Don't say a word. <laughs> and, and I just would, I just would wait, you know, as it's like taught. And my dad would just get behind the mic and just, just go for it. And whatever character he was doing would just take over the room. And the true, I mean, being a voice actor is, is such a skill set and it's and you know normally voice actors play th three to five characters at a time in one session so yeah. to morph that fluidly um without any trace of a previous character was just incredible to see and then you know watching him riff with mark hamill is just nothing short of absolutely extraordinary so i i definitely had just the most have the most amazing memories um, as, as a kid having just the bed, bed, the best bedtime stories. And I think it just like lit my imagination on fire. So yeah, my dad is still, still working and still recording. I think he's about to start directing a, a new show that was briefly put on hold because of the pandemic, but he's still keeping really, really creative. Yeah. Awesome. He just turned 82 and he's, uh, not skipping a beat. It's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Oh my gosh. That, that that's is so amazing. inspiring. That's awesome. And he's yeah, a he's very awesome. nice man. I got to meet him one oh, time. Thank uh, you. At a, at the, well, the time, first time that Ash and I met, he was there. Yep. And I got to spend some time with him and he was extremely nice. Very nice guy. So it's oh, wonderful so that much. someone can be so successful and still, you know, have that level oh. head. So thank you so anyway. much. Yeah. We Please all met tell him at, hello uh, for at me. Spark. Yeah. Tell him hi from the coach show. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I absolutely will. I absolutely will. If you ever do a, a cartoon uh, run episode, themed episode, I okay. Got it. He 
I mean, honestly, like my done. done. <laughs> done. <laughs> honestly, like my dad is responsible for me loving horror movies, truly, and cult cult horror, and in introducing me to cult movies. Like growing up as a kid, we would walk to Blockbuster rent a bunch of movies and you know mainly horror movies and like Pumpkinhead and oh yes and jaws and poltergeist and just like at, at eight you know definitely the exorcist at eight and um <laughs> they were just the best in the world it was just the best in the world like what an yeah. awesome dad you know <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, um, he That's introduced awesome. me into like great epic, epic cinema, um, classic cinema as as well. You know, Judy Garland movies and Betty Davis movies, Joan Crawford movies. We would just binge on those, and he introduced me to to all of that. And both both my parents, all that cinema history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, well, but I will send a, I will send a hello back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And we're going to get right on animating an episode. That's going to take us about eight years. Yeah. We'll oh, like that. like an like an animation themed episode. I, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you guys start drawing, on, on on your claymation or or cell drawings, I think it would be a really good use of your time. That's a great oh use God. of time. Yes. Oh my God, my, oh my they, God. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I cannot draw. So this is going to be great. Uh, this is going to be good. Does he mind? Does he mind? Let me get my stick figures. Flip book out. Yeah, stick figures. No, no. Uh, So speaking of horror, save your houses from a fire, and in your in your uh, spare time, draw some doodles. Great, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Animated feature. We'll be out there with our hose, hosing down with our little pad. The same. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to keep on schedule. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, piece of cake. So, um, speaking of horror films, so you are a fan of horror films, then you actually enjoy them. I do, I do. They scare me to death, but I do enjoy them. Yeah, <laughs> yay! Awesome. So, yeah, would you have a be able to have a favorite one, two, three ish? I mean, that come up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, The Others has been a longtime favorite horror movie. Like, okay. I guess horror psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, the Babadook. Oh, my God. Love that movie. Uh, one of my favorites. Um, uh, shoot. And honestly, I'd have to say, like, Pumpkinhead. Really, that is forever. <laughs> yes. Forever been my favorite. And then, um, oh, the one that, the one that permanently got me was House. Oh, I love which one? Which one? The, the house the one. Yeah. So the eighty-five oh, sorry, with the William American. Cat. Yes, the eighty-five with William Cat. Oh, who I, I love that movie. On Sparks, which brought us together, Chris yeah. Foligno, amazing director on Sparks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember in that film, like a kid gets their braces, and the this house is haunted, and this kid's braces like come out of his mouth and grab a mirror and like push him to a mirror and like either put this kid in a coma or kill him or something awful. And I remember like praying every night that I wouldn't get braces and like had a retainer. And I remember going into my orthodontist's office like one day after school at like 10. And this was actually last week. Never mind. Who am I kidding? (laughs) (laughs) My orthodontist was like, Ashley, we're going to have to give you braces. And I just remember sobbing, being like, you can't do that to me. They'll come alive at night. And he's like, I'm going to ask you to come in my office and I'm going to ask your mother to be in the room. 
<laughs> I love it. That's true yeah. horror fan like level. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. actually that, that's actually one of my top favorites actually as well as house. And so the first oh, thing I did when um when we when that whole the whole sparks thing came together was I grabbed my house yeah. poster and I'm like, um Bill, will you sign my house poster? <laughs> so, nice. And it's and I it love it. Prominently displayed actually in my office. So yeah, it's oh, cool. that's a great film. Cool. Very great film. That's great. Yeah. Um, oh, great. So I guess last exorcism. Can we ask you a couple of questions? Guys, not allowed. Not allowed. Again? Yeah. That's why I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. That's it. Bye. Yeah. Neil, what have you I'm, done? I'm sorry. Sandra, take over. Yeah. I'm just going to drink the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about, we got to talk about backbones. We got to talk about blood pumps. We got yes. <laughs> to talk about, talk about Nell. And everything yes. that you yes, brought to no. the character. Oh, thank you so Lover. much. Thank I you. adore oh. that movie. We're so tonight's episode, besides having yeah. you on, is we're gonna talk about devils and demons and kind of we compiled a little list and that film is on our top favorites. Oh yes. yeah. Oh it was oh my god. Yes. I mean Nell Nell Sweetser was the, just the biggest gift in the world to play and God, it was just a magical summer shooting shooting Last Exorcism. Um, Daniel Stam directed. He's just so brilliant. And the whole team involved. I mean, Eli Roth produced it. And then at the time, a production company called Strike Entertainment with Brie Neiman, uh, Eric Newman, and Mark Abraham and Tom Bliss were just like incre- the most incredible, heartwarming, like just like just like loving producers on set to set up this incredible environment to just go to go to New Orleans and at the time do something kind of experimental, you know, low yep. budget horror at the you know, but elevated at the time when that was new in this found footage style, which paranormal hadn't even come out in theaters yet. Um, there had been Blair Witch, and I, I know there are others that I'm not paying tribute to, but those were kind of the ones being talked about there and uh it just was this awesome awesome like I guess month and a half two months that turned into um you know y- you never know you all go on set and do your best and 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 pray we all prayed no <laughs> um <laughs> you 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 hope people watch your film and buzz about it and talk about it and the response was just overwhelming and it was really cool to to see that so it's almost it. like yeah. it's almost like you went to like exorcism summer camp. It kind of <laughs> it really like. was. Yeah. It, it, oh, it totally was camp. It totally was. It totally was camp. It was the best. Yeah. I mean, because you're on a film set and it's so much fun, you know. And it's weird when you're shooting a horror film because you know it, the music isn't laid in and the editing isn't laid in. You know, and and I, I am the the demon in it, so I'm I'm scaring everybody. So I remember, like one day, I was shooting one of the hallway scenes, and I'm in a silhouette, which you know I kind of didn't know until somebody told me, and then they're like, "Oh, this is really scary, Ashley." And I was like, "Oh, for real?" And they're like, "Yeah, this is really scary." And I was like, "Oh my god, how cool!" Like, <laughs> and then I see the actual like film, and I'm like, "I'm terrifying. I'm going to give myself <laughs> nightmares." <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I just was standing there. Yeah. <laughs> you were like equal parts terrifying, but also everybody just absolutely fell in love with you because 
Like, oh, I just, you just care about her so much throughout this film. I was rooting for her. I was like, come on. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, it was such a cool concept. You know, that's having this exorcist that's essentially, you know, played so incredibly, remarkably by Patrick Fabian, who's coming clean, you know, and just sucking everybody in. And it just was awesome. And then, and then the way Daniel directed, I remember, the the premiere of it was at the LA Film Festival at the Ford Amphitheater out here. And it was the first time I'd ever seen it. And for the first like 30 minutes, people were laughing out loud because of the the editing and like the characters Daniel found and the rhythm he did and the looks Patrick would give. And it just yeah. was such a brilliant device because with that comedy, you know, it, that that nod to those characters and that nod to this sticky thing. It just got everybody breathing, and then Daniel just turned the table and you know scared the shit out of everybody. It was <laughs> it was an amazing thing to to be a part of. Yeah, it was it was great. it was a very cool team, cool project. Yeah, it was great yeah. for sure. Yeah, uh, love it. So we have a couple of questions real quick from the audience. If yeah. I don't mind, if you don't mind me bringing them out Please. there, I feel like I should ask you permission now before I do anything. But. Um, <laughs> We'll see. Yes, yeah. you know. I, I'm, you, I'm warning uh, you're going to get lat, Latin on your walls. Uh, yeah, I know. You know. I'm, I'm scared. A weird I'm channel will right follow now. you really from time scared. to time. It's going to be okay. It's just drink a lot of water. It'll go away. I don't want to see the silhouette <laughs> in my hallway. Um, so Isaiah is asking if there's going to be a third one. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? I, I yeah. I, I mean, hell, hell yes! If there is, sign me up. It it was it's was such a joy to bring Nell back for for number two and to work with that whole team again. Yeah. I haven't heard anything of a third one, but um, man, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, but we'll start petitioning Eli. Have him get on that. Yeah, great. That's what it takes. Great. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's. I love it. Yeah. See what's going on now. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of trouble Nell could get into. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She could. Nell in New York. Just. (laughs) Washington, D.C. Nell Nell in the big city. Yeah. (laughs) Nell takes Manhattan. Fully (laughs) What's she up to now? Uh (laughs) How about about Nell with braces? Nell with braces. Nell with braces. Oh, yeah. She's looking scary. She's looking fly. Uh, <laughs> In uh, Manhattan. Our uh, friend Gory Bits is asking if um, about your experiencing awesome. you're experiencing doing voice work for video games versus film. If there's any uh, any I guess oh. differences or good question ideas. Yeah, awesome question. Uh, yeah, um, video game. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, with both, they they with voiceover as well, they're really looking for, you know, on all the the auditions and on all the jobs I've worked, they're really looking for that honest, completely authentic performance. And even sometimes when you're doing voiceover, they'll have a camera recording your face just so that any emotion you show, the animators can then capture the the designers can can capture so that that emotion is authentic to to the player or the viewer. Um, I think the, the biggest thing which I learned actually from my dad was to, uh, to um, you know, you don't have that visual medium 
but the, you have the mic and the mic is your tool and you have to con- convey everything through your voice, any expression you have through that mic. So to really treat that microphone like an ear and really always make sure you're, you have a very specific person you're there, almost like you're working on a green screen setup, that you have that specific person. And if you're whispering, whisper for real. Or if you're telling your friend a joke, like really tell your friend a joke for real and, and use that mic, not, not just at, at one level, but use it as an, as an ear. Like, like um, you're, can, you're just, that's the tool you're telling your story through. So I've always kept that in my mind when, when I work. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I like that. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Great cool. question. Yeah. That's a nice. great question. Thank you. Uh, and then actually producer Scott put a nice question about working on a mockumentary style film versus traditional. If there's any differences oh. between acting in that or you're having to pay attention to. Oh, awesome question. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was, this was really unique in the, in the making of, uh, of last exorcism was that, um, Daniel, we would do about 30 20 to 30, sometimes 40 takes a scene. Um, and Daniel would, yeah, um, he would really watch our every move. And he would sometimes do takes to, to frustrate us, do takes to ask for new words, do takes to throw an adjustment in to surprise us. So he could get that, that bit of authenticity, that, that lightning in a bottle that he then, um, took into the editing room and, and built with. And he wanted to constantly kind of keep us on our toes in that sense because of the mock- mockumentary um, style. Um, and, you know, we were allowed to play two cameras. So that was interesting too. There was a whole level of being particularly embarrassed or, you know, definitely for my character, ashamed or embarrassed. And to play that against the camera was was really cool. And then to flip that on its head when I played Abilam and to use the cameras as an audience, because that's all kind of, yes, I called it a he, I guess he, she, she's never really, it's never really, it's never, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's never that's defined. So whoever, whatever vessel um, he or she wanted to, to be in um, to, to really perform when, when that, when the demon was kind of doing its thing. Yeah. Mm hmm. And it was interesting for that, um, for that, uh, the day when we did the, the, at the exorcism scene, it was, it was just, it was a full day devoted to it. And I remember the night before Daniel, we were, we were meeting and like by the coffee and cookies at like, you know, some motel hotel in New Orleans. And, and, and he was like, um, Hey, so we're going to, you know, do this scene tomorrow. Do you have any ideas? And. Um, he was always so collaborative like that. And I, I said, yeah, I have this. I, I read in like a book that, you know, like when a demon takes over your body, it kind of turns your body into a battlefield. And I figured out I could kind of do this backbend. And I'm in the Doc Martens and I, I do this backbend in the hotel lobby of like this, you know, Marriott travel, <laughs> you know, ex- express place. And, and he's like, okay, you stay there. We're going to change some things tomorrow. And that next day for the, the, that moment, kind of, we divided it into four, the exorcism into four chunks and ran all those four chunks. And, and that, that backbend was something that was found, um, I guess the night before and on the day and none of the other actors had seen it until that day. And 
none of us had any wow. idea that would be the image they they pulled for the poster or anything like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's such a but, striking poster. Yeah. Oh, that's a really cool story. You were like, but uh, really you fun. didn't know I could do this creepy thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, hey, I didn't know I could do it either, but what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get back up? Does someone have to help you? Or are you actually just able to... <laughs> Yeah, at that time, you know, it's like there's a fishing line that just pulls me back up like it's that true. Reel her in, reel her in, everybody. Cut, everybody prop up Ashley again. We're going to do right. take 30. Um, oh, man. Uh, yeah, at that time, I was like really fit. So I was able to pull myself. You had some abs, some major abs. I was very bendy. Yeah. For, for part two, I, they did it like we kind of did it again, but I, I was levitating. So they used, you know, they had me on wires and, and I actually weirdly got like a stress fracture from it just because of the wires. It really allowed me to like sink into that horseshoe shape. So wow, I, I was able to bounce back faster in part one than I was in part two. (laughs) But Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Epsom salts that night. A lot of Epsom salts. Oh, man. <laughs> I, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. I, I look at that and I'm like, oh, I'm done for the year. <laughs> yeah, put, yeah. Put me in the cast now because I'm, yeah, I'm through. <laughs> yeah, but cast. I mean, yeah. So like, any, I was coming any... out, of, out of theater school. So like to do a, a role that required like to be a, like they were looking for an unknown. So to have been a, you know, have this kind of be my first my first big thing, my first major thing. And, and to have that much demanded on me as an actress was just, is everything you hope and, and dream for. So it was like, I was filled with so much adrenaline that day. You kind of don't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> any particular fun you had with uh, any of the makeup effects, any blood tubing, oh, yeah. finger breaking? Oh, anything? oh, oh, the finger breaking a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, that was Greg Greg Nicotero's company that okay. did all the the KNB. Yeah. And it was, I mean, anybody that listening in, like Greg Nicotero has done absolutely everything in all of your favorite, all of the effects and all of your favorite films. Greg Nicotero is behind them. <laughs> and he uh I I you know, it was so cool because they they did a mold of my fingers to break them and I got a chance to meet him and go into the um the, the whole like factory in LA and and see all the creatures there and you can walk through and see like all of your just fangirl out essentially. Um and uh yeah it was it was really it was really awesome. I think I still have my broken fingers in some drawer. And every nice. time I do a spring yeah, I, they, I think they them. gave Don't them because they're. <laughs> gosh, where are? I'll, I'm not sure where they are. I might have put them in like some airtight box. I just rem- I just yeah. remember that like every time I do a spring cleaning, they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I put them. <laughs> like, ah, oh, you guys, <laughs> you guys. That's awesome. Neil, do we have time for for another question if I have one? Yes. I wanted to ask you a little bit about Carnage Park and your experience with that film because that's a cool movie. 
Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, another incredible experience. Amazing director, Mickey Keating. Um, we worked, it was fondly our, our, we worked on two films together. We did Psychopaths together after that. And he's so much fun to collaborate with. Um, Carnage Park was just a blast. That was a script I read. And I, you know, coming, coming even from a background in comedy and, and from NYU, I, I was, I, I actually was, had just finished doing and come back home from doing a, a Broadway show, uh, a show called Machinale. And I was, I was almost hesitant to, to go, to go back into horror or just did wanted to, to do, you know, to, to, to show I could do comedy and show I could do theater and, and other parts of myself as an actress. And when I read Mickey Keating's script, that character of Vivian was just so surprising and that in like the first five minute you, minutes you meet her, she comes out of the trunk of this car and then just throws a punch. I was like, I gotta, I will fight for this role. I've got to play this woman. Who wrote this? I, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And it just never, it never disappointed from from that point on. Um, we filmed in like Valencia at this at this ranch called Coke's Movie Ranch. And what? like that cave, yeah, that it was one cave and that cave was turned into this whole underground bunker. It was amazing how they shot out that cave and filmed that cave. It was oh. so crazy. And yeah. it was like the middle of summer. And I just remember one day being like, they called me to set and then they're like, okay, hold, like we can't go in. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I was like waiting and I was like, is, there, is, is somebody okay? Like, is everybody all right? And they're like, oh yeah, there's just a, there's just a rattlesnake in there. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, because I'm go- I'm the one that's gonna be on the floor in a flower dress. So what's in <laughs> right? the end? Yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> you're like, did the was- rattlesnake wrangler check before? Or- yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, how long has he been in there? Because I feel like there's a lot of places to hide. <laughs> 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 It's like, use it, use that rattlesnake. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And as in the back of my head, I was like, you've studied the method. This is your moment. (laughs) 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 This is what you're working for. And I was like, let me in there. No, (laughs) No, it was, it was very safely, safely moved to, um, yeah. Cause also we're like, you know, a bunch of, you know, LA actors and you know artists and we're like make sure it's moved safely we're sorry to disturb it like oh my god is it okay so it was yeah. very safely like transported um, yeah. off off the set but I think that was the biggest moment of like what the hell um yeah oh, cool. yeah that's just yeah, fitting I don't fun. know that's just fitting with the film yeah. I'm like yep of course there was round snakes of course there was it. of course yeah so since and we're talking about amazing animals, supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Per- perfect segue, Ashley, because <laughs> oh, right. you participated oh. <laughs> in, when I say participated, you basically created and directed, oh. produced, and went on this amazing journey in Thailand to save elephants. And we would love to hear a little bit about that. Yes. As animal people, oh. we're animal and horror people. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, this was a, a documentary, my my first film. I I uh I I did, I directed, wrote, produced and and hosted um uh, or was was a part of uh, uh called Love and Bananas an Elephant Story. It's about the rescue of a 70-year-old partially blind Asian elephant and her journey literally 
500 miles across Thailand to freedom at an elephant sanctuary. And I had been, um, I had, I had been exposed to the whole Asian elephant situation at the Cambodia Wildlife Sanctuary, which a close family friend has been developing. And it took them 10 years to find an Asian elephant to rescue because they're that few left. So when I got a call to go and see it, I was like, oh my God, I got to go. This is a short film to see like the first Asian elephant released. And I got there and it was anything but. And I was like, okay. But seeing the elephants take their first walk of freedom, their first steps of freedom, and meeting the woman who rescues them, this woman, Lech Chyler, who stars in Love and Bananas, we go on her rescue and 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 she runs Elephant Nature Park, which has completely been just a which is 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 the largest tourist ac- attraction, this humane sanctuary in northern Thailand. So meeting Lek Chyler and seeing her spirit and how she rescued these elephants, I was like, "This is the film. I have to accompany her on an elephant rescue." And I begged her. I said, "Can I? Can I come?" And she's like, "If you can hang, you can come." And I was like, "I'm going to figure <laughs> yes. out how to hang." I'm a neurotic person. I'm going to figure that out, but I'm coming. <laughs> so I, I waited two and a half years with like all of these false starts of we have an elephant and then it was sold to a trekking company or we have an elephant and then it, the, the deal fell through. And finally, it was actually so weird, all these conversations coming together on the Carnage Park set. I got a, a Facebook message. That's how Lex and I had commu- have communicated through years. I got a Facebook message from Lex saying... Ashley, we found an elephant. How fast can you get to Thailand? And it was like my last day on Carnage Park. And I was like, oh my God, I I think I can get there like really quick, actually. (laughs) 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 And she's like, come now, come. And I was like, okay, let me call my whole team. You know, and I was working with this fabulous production company called Change for Balance. Their schedules were free. And in about in about a by the end of that following week. We had pulled insurance, grabbed a sound guy, grabbed extra cameras, and were on a plane to um, to literally jump on this elephant rescue. And it was incredible. It just was incredible. And that's what the film is about. It's about the rescue of Noina, this elephant. And it's very uplifting. It's very hopeful. I wanted a film that would be easy for audiences to watch. That was my biggest fear was I am a vegetarian. I grew up in the animal rights community. If you see if you see too much graphic content, you shut down. And I was like, these this elephant plight, the plight of the Asian elephant needs to be heard. We can't scare. I was like, I've been in enough horror films. This this is incredibly uh, traumatic. What these elephants are going through. We need to be careful with how much we show. You know, telling their story as accurately as possible, but making it um, not 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 softening it, but just using the right amount to get that message across and then show the hope with which with Lek just with um, that Lek constantly uses to rescue elephants and, and, and rehabilitate them literally with love. Um, so we've, we've, the film has been in schools, it's been in universities, which has been the biggest gift. We had a theatrical release, the film was qualified and ran for um, was up for consideration. You know, Rand did the, the campaign for a 91st uh, Academy Award. It, it had a great run. It saved a bunch of elephants and raised awareness in the process, which is 
everything we we could have hoped for in the making of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so. Um, it's available on. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. It's available on, on definitely on iTunes, and I want to say you can rent it also through Google or Amazon, or um. And I think it's um, streaming on Stars. I read. Great. Yes. Yeah. It. It. I. I think we might be at the tail end of our license, but we were on okay. Stars. Okay. We were immediately acquired by Stars, which was just an honor to be on that a platform of that prestige. It was such an incredible honor, and uh, yeah, you can find it. Um, totally rentable online and a proceeds of a portion of all proceeds go to the Cambodia wildlife sanctuary. Awesome. Oh, amazing. amazing. Great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for so, bringing that up. Yeah. No, of course we, like I said, Sandra said we are big animal people. So we are very happy to, you know, thank anyone that take does part in and helping to protect them, rescue them, whatever it may yeah. be. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so what is next for Ashley Bell? Yes. Well, I actually have I, I have something really fun, some new news I just got. I, I did a film uh, in Virginia, I want to say last summer, um, this awesome film called The Swerve, and it's going to be having its UK premiere at Fright Fest. Um, <sighs> but it's at Fright Fest in, you know, in person. And I believe Fright Fest Digital as well, which all these great film festivals are doing as well. So right. keep your eyes out for it. It's called The Swerve. It's an awesome thriller. I mean, I, I just got a chance to see it. It freaked me out. I was so happy with how it turned out. All Azura Sky, Bryce Pinkham, they're incredible actors in it. I really recommend it as a fun as a fun watch, and especially now that we're all really sheltering in place, definitely a fun quarantine watch. So, yeah, I Wonderful. hopefully the we swerve. should know the swerve. Yes, the swerve. I'll be posting about it on my socials, but yeah, it, it'll it'll definitely be coming um, soon. Yeah, Ooh, awesome, exciting. You look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, and, awesome. And it'll it'll it's definitely having its moment at Fright Fest, which is such a cool. Oh, I wish I could be there, but I. Oh. They will not let Americans in. So. <laughs> they're like, you but stay I'm allowed. Um, they're we like, are the no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's also just an absolute blast, <laughs> that that festival. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can awesome. check it out all through there, too. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I cool. think we have to let you go because you are busy writing busy like lady. 10 scripts and you're in pre-production on 20 <laughs> movies. So I know you're busy and, saving um, animals, yeah. saving animals on top of saving the world on top of everything else. So yes, <laughs> saving but the world you. through art. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Ashley. Thank, Ashley you so, so much. thank you. Thank you guys so much. It was such a joy to be on. Thank you for having me. This was, it was a really fun Friday night and, uh, and cheers. Yes. Go kombucha. Cheers. Good. Yes. yes. Go kombucha. Go kombucha. Yes. I love thank it. Thank you, Ashley. Yes. Thank you, guys. And and continued safety up there. And major thank you to all of our first responders. So, all right. Oh, Take care. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 You guys, she just made us our show too classy. How are we supposed to? <laughs> I know. Good lord. All right. Well, we're we're trash people. What are? I, I mean, does she know where she just was? God bless her. Oh. Well, when we get a cease and desist from her publicist or her lawyers, we'll know. <laughs> we made it, guys. No mas. Take yeah, that off amazing. the air. 
She's amazing. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, that was awesome. She's, yeah, yeah, she's fabulous. I mean, yeah, good, I people. Know a, good people. Yeah. A better word than fabulous. Very talented, very humble, and very, yeah, uh, yeah just very anyway. funny. Yeah. Yeah, everything I'm not. That's okay. <laughs> that's, that's, Those, hey, your words, not mine. I know. I know. Oh, man. I always, All right, tell, so, you, I always tell you you're beautiful. I tell you every damn day you're beautiful. Do you? Thank you. <laughs> You're so sweet. Is that what those words of yours mean? Yeah, that's what the subtext. Hey, butthole, what are you doing? <laughs> that's how I what are you up. talking about? We we call you up daily and sing like "Beautiful" by Christina sing Aguilera. You praises. <laughs> yeah, she sings "Creep" to me all the time. By uh... <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, Neil, you're a creep. Stop calling oh, okay. me. Stop following me. Stop yeah. following me. All right. Is that you outside my window? Neil, uh, come home. Weird. So what are we actually talking about? What's the next part? Okay, the next part, the next part is we actually compile a list of some of our favorite devils and demons films and using the very scientific algorithm created by uh producer Scott, we have made a compendium of our top 10. Okay. That was the algorithm yeah. back in Back in play. Yes. Yes. The yes. algorithm. Thank you, it's Scott. a lot of science involved. I mean, yeah. So we need him to do that stuff. So we do. how about we talk about it? Let's do it. Ready? We're ready, ready producer Scott? You guys have yeah. your list? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready, man. All right. You or Caleb take number 10 because I saw that one time and I don't remember it extremely well. What? Caleb, you take it away, darling. <laughs> one time. One All time. Right, so Number 10 is going to be 2019's Ready or Not. Um, so for those of you who have seen it, quickly, a little synopsis uh, is, if I can get it on screen, uh, a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. Hopefully I didn't cut out, which I tend to do apparently, but... No, you sounded beautiful. <laughs> that was good? That was good? Yeah. All right. All right. Nailed it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is... Well, definitely, let's try to keep it spoiler-free, this list. Should we? Are we spoiling or spoiler-free? I think we have to spoil because it's a Devils and Demons episode. A little spoil? Sometimes it's, it, it, we don't yeah. even know that it's a Devils and Demons movie at the very end. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, sometimes <laughs> you find out. You know what? If you haven't seen Ready or Not, you really should. It is fun. Um, it is so, so funny. But lots of yeah. gore, too. It's um, I, I, some, Samara Weaving's fantastic in it. She carries the whole movie, but it's a great ensemble cast. Uh, just a little bit of spook, but mostly just good action and like I said, action and before. action and comedy. I mean, it's it's yeah. really funny. It's a very funny movie about you know just the. <laughs> that's a great freeze. Um, <laughs> just the accidental uh, killings of people in the mansion. Uh, Samara weaving just an amazing, amazing, amazing female lead um i think we should take this time to make fun of sandra while she's frozen oh like, should look we at make that fun face. of her I'm can, I, can at i poke her that's, that's like which her, side is she on that's oh, like she's her, down she's below her, me her, her rbf <laughs> <laughs> oh sandra why so sad <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> okay. Don't be mad. Don't be mad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could pick her nose, but I can't. I can't get down there to do it. <laughs> Don't do that. That looks like you're doing something else. No, 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 no. All right. Let's go over to number nine. We'll start number nine while she's frozen. <laughs> okay. This okay. this one you you can take. Yeah, I'll take number number nine on our list. By the way is the 1987 film Hellraiser. Yes, we are talking about demons and hell from Hellraiser. So that's why it's on our list. Um, Cenobites. Yeah, the Cenobites, everyone knows, of course, Pinhead and Chattered Tooth or Chattered Teeth and all the other Butterball. Butterball. (laughs) The other one I saw just said female Cenobite. What's that, Caleb? The other one I just said female Cenobite. Female did Cenobite. She, uh, did course. she have a name or? I Not that I recall, not to be honest. I don't, I don't right. remember. But um, right. And yeah, of course, a wonderful story of the box, the puzzle that doesn't actually, um, you have to have interest actually in what the puzzle does and in the dark, I'm going to call it the dark arts, the dark uh, whatever recesses of your mind in order to open this thing and have it actually come get you and to awaken or bring the Cenobites to you. Right. Uh, so it's, it's fun in that regard. Clive Barker story, um, Clive Barker film for that matter. Uh, and yeah, it's a great, I remember I saw this film in 87 in the theater, man. And it was so, I was, it was so cool. Cause it was pretty gory for the time. Lots of great stuff with hooks in the skin and uh, uncle Frank coming back. <laughs> Infidelity. <laughs> Poor Ashley Lawrence getting terrorized by her uncle Frank, but um, you know it, it instantly made uh, Pinhead basically one of the one of the major um, what do you call them the not, the killers of the eighties. Yeah. You know the Freddies, the Jasons, slashers, the, yeah, slashers. Yeah. Thank you. One of the one of the famous slashers was Pinhead. Immediately, you know, found his way in there um, because of this film. So, yeah, for us, uh, Hellraiser made our list at number nine. Number nine. Yeah, and you brought up the puzzle box, which also there is a puzzle box in Ready or Not as well. Uh, see, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah. So um, the, I don't know, the, the first ancestor that first uh, met uh, LaBelle, the, the, the demon or devil uh, in Ready or Not, uh, gave the ancestor a puzzle box that he had to solve in order to bestow riches upon him. I'm back. Oh, Hello. I don't know what happened. It's Where'd you go? there's a there's a lot. I think there's just a lot going on right now with fires and power and things. Okay, but, yeah. You, but, so, you needed a potty break, didn't you? <laughs> no, I see. I could hear the whole time. I was like screaming into the void, like I'm here. <laughs> yes, already. Tried to stretch out, ready now as best we could, and then we started picking on Sandra's frozen face. <laughs> I, was froze. I wish I was frozen. It's very hot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we're yeah, we're just, we just, talking about we're Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah. Wrapping that Go up. Ahead. We were kind of wrapping uh, up, but yeah. If you got any oh, opinion on Hellraiser, feel free. My opinion on Hellraiser is that I freaking love it. Okay. I Good. love Hellraiser. Yeah. yeah we, we just basically <laughs> kind of mentioned Clyde Barker. Um, yeah. Instantly Cinnabites. made Cenobites <laughs> and brought Pinhead it, into the pantheon of slashers from the 80s it's it's iconic everything about the movie is iconic clive barker um yeah i mean it's one of those like as they say in the movie we have such sights to show you it's one of those movies you kind of you have to see as a horror fan you you have to 
You have to. You have, you to. have to. Agreed. You have to. You I have like to. Mark. I? Uh, Pismo Mark okay. said Hellraiser is basically a gory love story. Very nice. I, I'll take that. <laughs> and and Can Mindy I? says hated Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Oh, Mindy, why? Okay. Mindy, maybe Mindy, Mindy. But Laura you says, it, Mindy, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe you hated it, but at least you've seen it. This is true. This yeah. is true. And that's okay. You know, I, I think it's very artistic and art should be polarizing. Yes. Yeah. It just should. Yeah. Um, my, 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 note, my note oh, yeah. says skinless Frank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, quite skinless. Skinless, boneless, <laughs> the whole, whole nine yards. Yeah. He's gooey. He's so gross. <laughs> he was God. gooey. Yes, he was, he was very moist. Like, so and Julia, Julia just wanted every bit of that. She was like, "Oh yeah, Frank." She's like, "Yeah, Bring I like on. a moist." Yeah, yeah. There's that word. Um, you want to talk about eight or yeah, eight? I want to talk about eight. I want to talk it. about right. eight. Do it. So number eight is 2010's The Last Exorcism. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. We just talked what? about it with you know the star. <laughs> Yeah, Ashley Bell playing Neil Sweetser. So I saw this movie when it came out, and I've watched it many times since. Um, am I am I frozen or am I still working? Oh God, good, I saw good. producer Scott, and I was like, Oh Jesus, what's happening now? Um, so it is about it is a mockumentary style film uh, about a preacher named Cotton who goes down to the South to do um, his last exorcism. He's filming a documentary with a crew and he's basically outing himself and his father and the industry of exorcisms as being something that is fraudulent and happens to mentally ill people. And um, it's, it's a very, it's very cathartic movie. I would say Um, definitely some wicker man vibes going into mm. it um okay. astoundingly creepy mostly thanks to ashley um a lot of like you're very compelled you're like i i care about this girl who's possessed but the preacher just told us that that the possessions aren't real and he does a lot of smoke and mirrors so how how is how is this happening? And you're scared of Nell, but you care for her and you care for Cotton, the preacher who's, you know, kind of exposing this whole yeah. thing and coming clean. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's got a lot of heart to it. No, I, I, I love the fact that they show that he's into magic because that's basically all he's doing is like sleight yeah, of hand, of hand. Yeah. using, using props, you know, to, to, you know, or speakers to, bring you know pipe and sound or whatever um i love the banana bread scene where that's <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. the person that you know he could bring in banana bread and the yeah. congregation yeah. would still be like praise jesus you know? and they sure do for that banana bread um yeah no it's it's a wonderful example of with a small budget and definitely kind of a less is more really like how how magical that combination can be and then especially with fantastic acting and that was really cool to hear from ashley they would do so many takes and change it up a lot and and that really shows because there's a real authenticity yes yeah i mean 30 or 40 takes that's a lot of takes that is a lot of doing the same thing over (sighs) or some well, especially, of the especially same if thing. she had to bend over backwards 40 times. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And it makes sense too, like why, you know, because you like, you get to that point of exasperation or whatever, and that comes across really well in the film. Yeah. 
no. Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Great, yeah. great film. Oh, and her brother in the film? Yes. Her name was Caleb. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, like, hello. So it's obviously a good movie. Obviously. 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 <laughs> Anyone with Caleb in a movie, it means it's going to be good. Oh, well, um, you know, I... it, it might come up later. Just saying. Can <laughs> I please? Okay. <laughs> Can I please intro also the next film? You just do them all. Of course. I'm just going to do everything until do I freeze again. Um, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, y'all. So the algorithm, the algorithm finds this list. I am appalled at the two of you. I am freaking <laughs> appalled at you. Um, you deserve all of the hate, all of the harassment. Please, for once in my life, direct that to them. Because these fools put The Exorcist very high on their list when it should have been number one. Like, it was on my list. And instead, here it is at number seven. Yep. 1973 classic, one of the best horror movies ever made that absolutely helped define the genre. It is the granddaddy. It is what every possession film is always trying to top because it is The Exorcist. What the hell do you have to say for yourselves? Thank you very much. Good night. I'm I'm okay (laughs) with the placement. My problem is another film that is, well, higher up on our list that uh, I did not like that I watched. So (laughs) maybe I'll bring that up again at number five. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know, for me, honestly, The Exorcist, it's a fine film. I've seen it so many times. Maybe it's Exorcist Fatigue. Maybe it's Reagan fatigue. I don't know. I mean, uh, Reagan is everything. It's Pazuzu, Pazuzu fatigue. Everything. <laughs> I know Pazuzu. I even told Caleb Pazuzu, you know Pazuzu, Pazuzu. It's like, I know. Oh, oh my god! Why, why you do this to me, Damie? Why, <laughs> Sandra? Why you do this to me, Sandra? <laughs> I, Pazuzu. I found my guitar. I found my guitar. <laughs> there you go, Caleb. <laughs> yes, Ford Fairlane reference. I love it. <laughs> No other I'm show. Just... Are you going to talk about The Exorcist and get a Ford Fairlane reference? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Pazuzu. And I'm, I'm not going to respond to it. Um, what is really important here is that you guys messed up and you've disappointed me. You disappointed your mother. <laughs> Sandra, my nah. mom was disappointed in me years ago. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't going to change anything. And I would also yeah. say you're more of a little sister. Like, just get used to it. Anyway. I was kind of making myself just the father. <laughs> I was kind of making myself the father in this, okay. in this twisted diorama. Take right. number seven, Sandra. Let's talk Let's about go. Exorcist. Okay. Uh, well, so we we. T- I mean, what more? Do I just kind of <laughs> said it all. It is exactly that. It's the. It's what everything tries to hit, um, especially when you get the exorcist stuff involved of anybody being possessed and even exorcised um it's you know it got a lot of mythos and legends surrounding the film it was on yeah. shutters cursed films uh william friedkin absolutely fantastic uh there's the wonderful documentary the devil and father of marth um i mean it's it's spawned so much it traumatized people. They were, okay, obviously, I was not even sort of born in 1973, but I, I know enough of my horror history to know that people were not ready for this when it came out. 
And I think that is amazing. I think it's amazing that it was like this loss of innocence for the film viewer. <laughs> well, according I'm, I'm, to the according to the chat, we're also Caleb. You and I are in deep trouble, so we're going to have to move and change our names. You know what? What, what <laughs> so, else is new? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry guys. I don't know. I just the films that made it the top three. I I, no, I don't know. I, I just like them more. No, I I like they scare I like me the more. I three. like I like The Exorcist. I, I I'm not sure why it is as low as it is, but you know, I, I don't remember where I put it. But um, you put it I put at it nine, at nine. Caleb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, here's the thing. Is number five, I, I didn't even have on my list. So, you know. <laughs> I love I love this entire list. I love every film on this list. And oh. that's not to take away from ones that are lower than this. But I just think that some shifting, some shifting should have happened. Um, I'm, I told Scott, I was like, check it again, because that's not right. And he's like, like, that's not right. And he's like, uh, no, I think it's right. He went and checked it again. He's like, no, it, it's right. And I was like, the fuck you say? <laughs> um, Laura, we got- Laura, Laura gave us a little bit of, she agrees with us. So we got one, at least one. We, got, we have one. Gonna, All right. There's, Laura- there's not going to, there's not coming out with pitchforks and, and, uh, Okay, you know, the Laura, Laura coming you, can, to get us. you can be their shield when we put them as a blood sacrifice, if you want. <laughs> yes, Laura, thank you. Um, let, I think we need to move on. We need to move on. Okay, I'm move upset. on. I'm Quick, upset. number six. Number, number six. six is one of my deep pleasures. Yes. And, um, um, that would be The Devil Advocate. There you go, Visions Of truth. course, from 1997. <laughs> um, I, I watched it today when i was getting ready because like i told you guys it really is one of my comfort films i have it on a lot um i forgot to add one thing in the cheesiness and that would be his name is john milton it's a little on the nose don't you think a little on the nose and then of course when he puts his finger in the water he makes that 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 little cupid that was amazing it was not scenery chewing it was amazing he was just over the top and grandiose and that was, uh, just just yeah just loving playing this part right? that, i think that also happy every night that was <laughs> the culmination of that scene though also when he yeah. put it in there boom in the bubble that was the yeah. i thought that was awesome i love and that just part. the way he looks up at like god and is just smiling and like Ta- you know <laughs> taunting him yeah. Yes, I, I, sure. I believe he looked like kind of a cutie doll, or maybe the little child on the sunscreen bottle. Oh, jeez. No, I, yeah, I, nah. I no, I obviously, <laughs> obviously, as I stated on the other episode, freaking love this movie. I'm obsessed with it. I can guarantee you, I've watched it more than any of y'all. <laughs> I can, I can take that to the bank with confidence. I don't um, know about that. <laughs> I just said it's my comfort movie. How often do you watch The Devil's Advocate, Neil? Whenever it's around, I don't know. See, that's a <laughs> fake. You are fraudulent, sir. Fake, whatever. Holden, <laughs> call me fake. <laughs> That'd be phony, but phony. Yeah. close enough. Give me, yeah, I say, give me something tonight. No, what I love about this movie is that I think this is like really a true depiction of what the devil would do. You know, by giving you a choice, by you know, like. That's the scene where he's sure, like, you know, choice. I didn't tell you to take this case. I told you to walk away. I told you to go be with your wife. You know, you're the one that chose, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think that's great. You, you know, sure he's, did. he's a tempter. He doesn't make you do anything. 
Um, he just tempts you with what you may want and then you make the decision. So oh, that's what absolutely. I, that's what I think is great yeah. about this respect, movie. Respect, respect the drip. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, but, um, yeah. And of course it's all wonderful because I love that that whole thing, like you just said, that choice is, and uh, you know, that kind of brings around to the end of the movie and there's kind of this fatalism vibe to it. And that's mm. what I really love is I love that really creepy message to it. Yep. Um, yeah. We're going to keep this train rolling because apparently Caleb has a hot take on our number right, five Caleb. film, which is 1976's <laughs> The Omen. I, I don't think this film was on my list, but it went to number five, apparently. <laughs> Um, high on the algorithms list, I guess. So it was high I, on, it was on my I, list. I had yeah. never seen this movie before until yesterday, actually. Oh, so yeah, that's right, you had not. Um, ish, gosh. So I ish. immediately, ish. I immediately rejected the premise of this movie that <laughs> Whoa. someone, someone would just take a baby to their wife and say, like, "Here's our baby," you know, because our the one that she just birthed did not make it. Uh, um, I so, so just like right off the bat, right off the bat, I'm just kind of like, Caleb, people do that. It's called human trafficking. I'm just like, this is me. You can't tell. I rejected it. Not you, me. Well, I know. I'm just saying it's a thing that happens. <laughs> but I'm saying I rejected it. So just from then on, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not really buying this movie. You know, and then this guy who's like a, what's his job again? He's a, uh, a he's an ambassador. An ambassador. ambassador. I he just seemed like that a guy. Crazy. You mean Gre- you mean Gregory Peck? <laughs> Gregory Peck. Yes. You, you mean a, you mean a treasure of classic that guy. He yeah. just seemed oh, like a guy. cream yeah. puff. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like you know, get rid of the dog. <laughs> she doesn't get rid of the dog. You know, like I, I just I don't know. I I was not a fan of this movie. Um, I love this movie. I have weird love for the subsequent sequels to this film, but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I find it just very captivating, very creepy. Another cursed film, Um, you know, kind of another legendary piece of Hollywood. Um, I love it. It's got kind of that culty paranoia, claustrophobia, we're going to talk about that a little bit later in another movie too vibe that for me, I really, really love that. I really, really love that. And, um, I love, Oh my gosh. One of my favorite kills actually in cinematic history is when the priest gets it with the thing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I love that kill. It's a great kill, except that's one of the things where I hate what they do. The ah, oh my god, know, he had like, so much time. I he had so much time. Move. He had the step aside building before it hit him. Yeah, he, yeah, he had yeah. so much freaking time. He had so much time <laughs> to get out of the way. Um, so, so, so Kenneth um, brought up uh, that uh, he, he actually likes this film better than The Exorcist, um, and um, that he loves the music. And that was one of my oh, points yeah. to bring up. My yeah. notes is the music. Um, and so much so that I went to fi- find out what the lyrics were. I want to try and understand what they were. And obviously they're Latin. Um, or, they and and they're a form of Latin. Because I guess there's... Yes. Um, but it's basically sang- sanguis bibimus, which means we drink the blood. Corpus edimus, we eat the body. And then tole corpus 
Satani, raise the body of Satan. And then Ave, Ave versus Christius, hail, hail, Antichrist. Ave, Santani, hail, Satan. Yeah, I... So, I mean, it's, it's everything. It's um, it's part of what I listen to on Sunday mornings. That's oh yeah, it's clearly a, sure. yeah, it's clearly a, it's um, clearly a child's nursery rhyme. I mean, there's no question about that. Oh, so. I I love it. I love that they took the very classic uh, Latin hymn and they perverted it um, into this. And it's I mean, uh, the whole soundtrack, but especially. Anytime we got the Ave Satanus Say, going on, Sandra comes to yeah, <laughs> Sandra comes to the front of of the of the of the pew of the church. Ah, there you go, love it, love it. I'm awesome. I, I start rolling in the aisles. So, and I would say um, I, I I don't remember when I saw this movie. I was a very young child. I don't know why. I don't know how. Um, yeah, but I, I meant because the. Um, the decapitation scene of David Warner. That was great. That was amazing. <laughs> so that was awesome. That was that, cool. Whenever I saw that scene stuck with me for, well, ever since. And I'm talking, I was super duper young um, yeah. when I saw that. Cause, and I, cause I remember that scene through everything else. Um, like I remember little things of like Gregory Peck getting his arm impaled on the fence or these little things here or there, the 666. Yeah. But that decapitation scene every time. I remember, you know, when it when you're not expecting it the first time, you're just kind of like, "Holy shit!" Holy shit! You know? Yeah. Uh, same <laughs> thing, thing with um, you never, you never forget your. It's all for you, Damien. Right. Shoot. Oh, and just the, like, the glass and the oh god, it's so. Yeah. It's like it's become one of those things where it's like, it's almost it. It. You say it so much, you see it so much that it almost starts to not be as effective. And then you're like, oh, wait, that's some creepy no. shit. That was, and Mrs. That, no, Baylock. Oh, I love cool. Mrs. Baylock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, and that's Kenneth brought her up also that she's creepy when she pushes them on out the window. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that actually, as I said, kind of leads us to our next film, which okay. is number four. Yep. 1968's Rosemary's Baby, which, as many know, is my favorite film of all time. Um, what can I say that hasn't been said? It's got a wonderful cult. <laughs> it's got brilliant acting. It has a beautiful sense of time and place that plays perfectly into the film. Um, it's creepy. It's foreboding. It is filled with dread and anticipation. And then, you know, you got you got the Antichrist at the end. The year is one. <laughs> what else do you need? That's Sandra's perp. That's Sandra's Sunday afternoon right there. <laughs> and we watched that. Uh, for any, I, I know some of you here were with us. We watched that on my birthday this year. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, so awesome. It was like some the best super awesome ever. dude must have programmed that for you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> some guy turned out to actually be kind of an asshole, but he was nice. He used to be nice. <laughs> Totally kidding. Wonder my who that was. Twi- my twinsy Caleb. Neil. My twinsy who loves me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't sure think it was me. I'm I'm the asshole guy. tonight. So, <laughs> Caleb, I think I think we are double assholes tonight. I think actually. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually for us. I'm. I'm actually for once not the one that all the hate mail will be directed to. <laughs> <laughs> I love All it. right, Rosemary's Baby. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this is your one. Like you, you know this film very well, so you could probably talk about it better than anyone. But it is a fun film. I, I 
You know what I like about it? It's got that great late 60s, early 70s, bright red blood. It's got oh, the, I love that blood. Yeah. <laughs> that blood that just means, you know what? I'm watching something from the early 70s or late yeah. 60s kind of thing. So. It's a very graphic movie, like not graphic violence, but I mean, it's it's an eye candy movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, and the actors in it. I mean, you're, you're cast even, you know, I mean, you're iconic um, all the way around. So, I mean, it's just, um, it's kind of, it's funny how you got these great actors in these films back then. Uh, and then at some point it's, it stopped and became, you know, this anti-culture. You can't be in a horror, a horror movie to be a legitimate oh, actor. Ruth, Ruth Gordon, Academy Award. Yeah. Uh, that many, absolutely. <laughs> One of the best parts of the movie, arguably to some people, the best part of the movie. She's yeah. brilliant in it. Yeah. yeah. And John yeah. Casvetti's and Emmy Affair. I mean, the f- yeah. An ensemble cast, yes. Um, Ralph Dwight, Bellamy, Dwight. Ralph Bellamy, Randolph Duke from Trading Places. <laughs> He's there, people. <laughs> He's in it. What more do you need in your devil movie? Um, <laughs> so moving right along, this is so fun. This done, is like, <laughs> this is really fun. Here's um, another one of my favorite films of all time. Top what are we three. on? Number what? We're on number three, three, number and, three. and my personal top three, which is 2015. The Witch. The Witch, of course, by Robert Eggers. Absolutely astounding film. Yes. Black Philip. And we got Black Philip out of it. We got the Black Philip. The Witch, um, by the yeah. way, was. And, I and think- another brother named Caleb. <clears throat> oh, and he's so good in this film. He's so, That's like. Even better than the last Caleb. <laughs> oh, Much definitely. Better. Much better. Oh, Much his better. little monologue right before he. Yeah. Brilliant. So good. So good. Yeah. Sorry. I, hij- I, I yeah. hijacked that. Someone was saying something. Oh, no. It's it's haunting. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's profound. Um, I love Robert Eggers take on this movie that if you want it to be a feminist film, it is. If you want it to be an anti-religion film, it is. If you want it to just be creepy, it is. Like, I I just love that he lets a lot of room for interpretation. Good filmmaking. Here's my Mark not liking us so much tonight. He says, snooze. (laughs) Mark? (laughs) Those are fighting words. Mark? Mark, No, they're not. It's just just his opinion. You made me spit out my hop water, Mark. Let it go. (laughs) We're going to meet out in the parking lot. I'm going to take off my ear. Hey, little sister, don't cry. (laughs) Nice. Mark, what's so great, what I love about it is uh, it's atmospheric uh, from the very beginning. It feels really authentic, and then it just creates an absolute sense of dread and something bad is just waiting to happen, and you're just kind of waiting for it and wait and think like bad things happen, but you know something worse. It's just kind of right over Absolutely. right in the forest, right there yeah. behind those trees. It's going to oh, come right get back you. tree line. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and you can argue the whole movie is psychological and like th- that, you know, it's all in their heads or they're eating that weird tainted wheat that was going around. Yeah. Calvinist yeah. man. So, uh, yeah. yeah well, and, and, it, and it takes place in a time where all you had to do was say, which, you know, and your life is over. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, that's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> Producer Scott, uh, agrees with Mark, Pismal Mark. I, that it's a, it's a snoozer. Yes. Um, he, I'm surprised you guys are in the same house still. Um, there's been a lot of words. There's been a okay. lot of words. <laughs> Actually, producer Scott's very kind because he 
I, we knew immediately when we saw it in theaters, it was not for him, but he knew how much I loved it. And like, I was just like, oh my God, I had like a profound experience. So he's very kind about it. Okay. And this, we can agree, this was in our top three, all three of us, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, up next is a movie I watched for the very first time. All right. I want to hear this it. week. So you guys, this was one that you guys told me, FYI, this is going to be on our list if you haven't seen This is one of those goddamn movies I've been meaning to watch for a million years, never got around to it, and that would be 1987's Angel Heart coming in at number two. Yes. Um, yep. Do you awesome. guys? Uh, do you guys want to talk about it first, and then I'll say how I felt about it? I kind of want to hear what you your thoughts. Yeah, I mean you're the you're okay. the newbie on the in all of this, so give us your um, take. I absolutely loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I don't think it deserves to be lower than the exorcist on this list, but it was (laughs) on my top 10. It immediately shot into, uh, and I've recommended it to like four people this week. Like if they haven't seen it, like, have you seen this movie from 1987? Um, (laughs) Robert De Niro, Mickey Rourke, well, uh, before he looks like he looks now. It's so crazy. It's like <laughs> you can see that it's him, but it's also it, it's not him. And I'm much more familiar with Mickey Rourke now. So it's just kind of mm. a trip. Uh, yeah. And Lisa it's, it's, Bonet, it's amazing to see yeah. his transformation for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and this movie is so me that it was very weird that I'd not seen it. Not only do you have Satan, it is a period piece. You have a missing person. You have uh, New Orleans. You have vo- You have other forms of witchcraft. Um, I mean... I mean, obviously, I mean, <laughs> right. like, I, I, it's, I, I, I was embarrassed. I was reclaimed. I'm still reclaimed. I'm like, <laughs> have I not seen this movie? It was made did for you, me. Did you follow it all the way? I mean, did you get to, I feel like you have to go back and watch it again and like, pick things, or are you like, no, I got it. It's okay. <laughs> no, and I don't, I'm not trying to sound like an, a hole, but like I watched it with producer Scott, of course, and we figured it out almost immediately. <laughs> but it's okay because we were still enjoying it. So. Right. Because it's okay. good filmmaking. I yeah, think no, you I, guys probably were working in a movie theater in 1987 and you saw it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, we were in seventh grade in 1987. <laughs> like I said, working yeah. in a theater. I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but um, from the very beginning, I, I I liked it a lot. I found it to be extremely creepy, uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, just I mean, it was for several reasons. Obviously, between things I didn't understand as a youngin, you know what I mean, like as far as the voodoo stuff and um, uh, the even the 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 sex scene between uh, him and Lisa Bonet, which by the way is so much better than the movie from last week. If you're looking <laughs> oh for something, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So much it's no so much weird, better than don't look now. <laughs> there's no weird clarinet soundtrack, so already it's going to be better. Yeah, I mean, it's just raining all over them and then it starts raining blood, which is fine. I'll take that over yeah, Arkin yeah, and- It's all good. But you also have to remember that that's a scene that got Lisa Bonet fired from yes. the Cosby show by Bill Cosby. Well, yeah, that's a hypocrite. No that and probably no the, yeah. the 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 chicken the chicken cutting scene you know on her anyway I, I, you know, yeah I think, I think the whole movie got her fired hair. that is but that's you know fucking what? bullshit <laughs> but then she went on to a different world a different world which, yeah one of my favorite shows I watched as a kid 
than the Cosby show. I loved their clothes. I thought they were amazing. Um, yeah, I digress. Okay. And now she's and now Lisa she's Burnett married to, and now she's married married to, to Jason Momoa. So you know, she, things worked out well for her. Everything and look where Bill Cosby is now. <laughs> oh, to her and yeah. Lenny Kravitz yeah. break up? I didn't see. I didn't know that. There oh, you honey, go. a million years ago. Million. Uh, years wow. Ago. Are you kidding me? Sorry. <laughs> I don't read People Magazine like you do, apparently. <laughs> oh my God, People no, Magazine. No, they've been married for a long time. They have they have two kids that are like yeah, uh, probably in like the tens or older. <laughs> yeah, I like both of okay. them. They're so cool. They're such cool people, right? Um, and this is one of my. I mean, he, Robert De Niro does not have a lot of screen time in this movie, right? But kind of like a Hannibal Lecter thing, where you think you saw him more than you actually did. But yeah, it's he one had, of my one of my favorites of his. He roles. had uh, yeah. six days of filming for the whole movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. De Niro was awesome. I love De Niro. I love when he's peeling that egg. Just the way he rubs <laughs> his hand over the egg and cracks it, and then with the finger. And you nails. love eggs. And I love you eggs. You love eggs. <laughs> right, well, but right. but just that scene where he's saying, "Well, some cultures consider the egg the soul." And then he eats it. Yeah, he yeah. Takes a big bite. You know, he's yeah. saying like, "I'm yeah. gonna fucking eat your soul." You know? <laughs> Bro. Louis yeah. Cipher. Louis Cipher. Louis Cipher. Very good. Very good movie. So glad I watched it. So glad I finally did it. Good job. Um, number one. Number one. Dun, da, da, da. This is a movie near and dear to all of our hearts. Oh, yeah. Very We've talked about it so many times. We have. <laughs> um, but it's number one is Hereditary Yay. by the master. Mr. Ari Aster. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. <laughs> I have been told that Payman liked the attention from this movie, but di- wasn't crazy about his depiction. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And who oh. the hell would have told you that? A demon oh, she, she She probably talks to Payman on a nightly yeah. basis. <laughs> yeah, like, hold on. Like, hold on. I got to take a call. Yeah. <laughs> <I know>. um, <laughs> when, when she goes to bed at night she probably says her prayers to payment i'm like Payman, are you asleep he's like no i'm under your bed i'm not asleep <laughs> are you there payment it's me sandra <laughs> please payment please give neil heartburn tonight <laughs> i think even i think even payment be like bros exorcist that that high on the list no. <laughs> um, I, I, actually, I think she. I think she prays a payment for your Freddy Krueger autographed glove. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm like, but. please let it magically. It's like the tooth fairy. It'll be under my pillow one night. <laughs> okay, so Hereditary. Kenneth brought up the perfect thing about Hereditary, and we. I think we all three of us agree absolutely, which is Tony Collette got absolutely screwed by the Academy. Not only Rude. should she have been nominated, but she easily should have won the Academy Award for her performance. It was incredible. She's Rude. incredible. This she movie is incredible. I do not yeah. apologize for it being highest number one on my list. Nope. Um, no, because I think no, it is. It's a worthy. It's fascinating worthy. film. It's got possession. It's got creepiness. It's got um, family dynamic drama. Uh, we were talking the other day about like domestic horror. And I feel like this launched a lot of producers or studios to be like, oh, people like this and they like it when shit gets weird and they like weird dynamics, then let's do that. And it's very inspiring to have more movies 
get made that are so good like this and get horror so recognized because i mean you know i know we all don't care what what they think about horror movies you know but it's nice when they get recognized it's nice Yeah. yeah And it's sad that this did not. <laughs> right. I mean, it got, it did get clout though. It did get clout. Oh, no, no, no. Like, yeah, it. yeah. Yes. But you know, it you should have had more. This. I mean, yeah. I, well, I dare you to watch that scene. Like after her Charlie dies, you know, where she's just like on the floor, just saying like, you know, I want to die. I mean, just screaming, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, like that scene to me, just like, Kind of gets me a little teary eyed. <laughs> not yeah, gonna lie, it's not gonna lie. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, good marketing too on a on a film on a horror film where they really made us think the movie was about one thing yeah. and kind of following one character, and yeah. that's totally not that. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was like no spoilers. <laughs> and anybody yeah. who says, "Oh, I saw some of those scenes coming at the end." <laughs> Yeah, not me. I, uh, I completely yeah. did not. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I've I watched this film um I don't know, six, seven times just so I, and I've to find new things like every time. Yeah. You know, in it to try it's and a gift. What about yeah. this? And what about that? And what did that mean? And what happened over there and everything. So it's that's one of those films you just can keep watching and watching and I mean it's yeah. And it solidified A24 as like I think like ev- like everyone yeah. who knows anything as like their favorite studio right now because they're just right. producing <laughs> tons of great content. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And Ari, Ari Aster is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. I'll watch yes, anything he makes. Yeah. Yep. I 100% agree. So same thing with David Eggers from The Witch, too. I love The Lighthouse. I'll watch anything he does, man. Yeah. 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 I would, oh, I loved this subject. I loved did this it. theme. I we loved did it. it. We did it. Yeah. We did it, we did it fairly quickly. Yeah, so I, I mean, I had to, I had to go, but you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Caleb, you and I just have to, you know, move, hightail it out of town as soon uh, as possible. Yeah. I guess otherwise we're okay. Eat, eat shit about. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's That's music okay. to my ears. Music to my ears. Um, <sighs> we gotta let people go. We gotta go. We gotta go. You know what? It is about that time. But. Um, don't forget, guys, we're going to have links uh, in our in the description of this video and also through the podcast, if you're listening on that way, where you can go through and check out all these movies on the Amazon and click the links. And if you want to buy one, do it so that we can pay for Sandra's uh, internet connection to get better so she doesn't keep freezing on us. Help me. Help pay for you. Scott to get a fan because Scott definitely needs a fan <laughs> upstairs. Whatever it might be. Or to have a palm anyway. frond for someone to fan him with. <laughs> yes, more palm frond. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, and then other than that, uh, we will be back here next week. Hopefully, it's supposed to cool down a little bit. I hope to God that it does. God. <laughs> Please. We're getting Payment. a little tired. Payment, help us. Payment. <laughs> Hail Payment for cool weather. I know. You're not praying hard <laughs> enough, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, put a uh, pazuzu, pazuzu, pazuzu. Pray harder, Sandra. <laughs> All right, Scott. I can only do so much. Okay, we gotta go. Thank you, Lewis and San. You're Sandra. <laughs> Lewis, Mindy, Laura, Kenneth, Pismo Mart, Truth Mart, Johnny Guitar. Uh, who else is on there? All the good people. I didn't see Michael today. Has Michael been quiet? I didn't Ooh, see uh, Michael. No. 
Whoever I missed, I'm sorry. I love you guys. Uh, oh, Gory Bits! Bye! The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. a blight on this earth.